I don't know about you, but I love meeting people, fellow business owners to know about their entrepreneurial journey, what drives them every day and the challenges they've overcome. And one such conversation I was having with Zeenal Joshi, who is the founder of The Flapper Life. Zeenal moved from a banking career to entrepreneurship while being in sales. So this is something very interesting that we are talking today. And uh, Zeenal is here to share so many insights from her corporate plus entrepreneurial journey into sales and business. But uh, before we get into conversing and talking with Zeenal, just remember to follow and subscribe is the sale on your podcast listening app because it enables us to reach many more entrepreneurs just like yourself helping them sell more and grow more and now without further ado let's bring zenal onto the show fall in love with selling as you acquire the right mindset selling style and sales process that helps you take your business solution to more prospects potential clients and the world at large if you are a women entrepreneur who is looking to get more sales scale and sustainability in your business you have reached the right place i'm roshni baronia your host for the show ace sales which is all about helping you bring your authentic and influential self to each sales conversation hi zenal welcome to the show Hi Roshni uh so excited to be here and thank you for inviting me to your podcast. Oh pleasure is all ours. Please tell us a little bit about yourself. So I am an ex banker currently an entrepreneur of a company I wouldn't want to call myself anymore as a startup. You know at times just talking about startup becomes pretty uh you know cliche like it's been now 6 years so you better call uh you know yourself as an entrepreneur of a company. uh but yeah i have uh, been into you know different industries i was into banking industry for a good about 14 years and now in tourism industry is also good about 6 years so i run a travel company uh, which is only for women we do curate journeys only for women where there are different kind of experiences uh in terms of you know activities experiential uh domestic international and yeah that's what we kind of do it's been an amazing journey so far and uh, yeah very happy to be talking to you about it that's really exciting it sounds like a dream you know women solo travel and women group travel that is definitely on my bucket list and i'm surely going to get to the flapper life to book one for myself but um, tell me what was your uh, first visit like like in your agency in your travel company Where did you take your group for the first time, and any special or fun memories from there you can share with us? Okay, so the first one that we planned was Goa, just for a very simple reason because you want to just get comfortable with what you are getting into, and that's most comfortable destination for everyone. And the first trip that we uh, like had kind of announced uh, didn't happen, okay, because no customer turned up. When I got started, I thought, okay, it's a very common thing people put events and uh, women come for trips it's not easy it took me two failures of trips for nobody turning up for my trips and the third trip happened to goa where we had only three women joining us okay now that was a time 5 years back and now is a time where we take at least a group of 30 so yeah it's been a journey but an awesome memory uh, from the first very trip was 
till now i think women love to be themselves and i think that is the best memory i have women had really loved that trip because they they just had told me one thing that you know we would want you to grow beyond and take more and more women on your trips because this is something what we want and i think that has been biggest inspiration for me to run the flap life true true and that is such an important piece you've highlighted uh, zinal that uh, we think that from day one it will be a huge success but we have to come face to face with reality as an entrepreneur and it's good not to uh, give up and keep on the journey and it's a learning curve always thank you so much for sharing that and uh, so you have a travel agency which is focused only for women i remember when i started my consulting practice in 2016 for women led businesses i heard so many people say to me that why are you limiting your business opportunities why are you restricting to just a niche group so what was it like for you when you started a travel agency only for women did you hear any such things definitely so i'm going to just uh, make a very small correction here that we are not a travel agency we are a travel community uh, for women so honestly women are more inclined towards community spaces like if you see uh, there are so many uh, groups which have women coming together and talking about similar thing because they feel connected they have common issues to talk about they have uh, so much to share about each other and i feel these community are spaces where there are no judgments and there is only support so you know many a times like what you just rightly highlighted that a lot of people say that why are you limiting yourself of course i when i have heard the same thing but i think there is so much when women come together there's so much power together right so it is a myth that women do not support each other i feel women support each other even more when they come together So I think that was one of the reason why um, I was very specific on just focusing on women focused groups and uh, when I got started it was a dream for me or maybe you can say in professional language as a ambition to have a women centric platform but now it has become purpose of life for us now it is about empowering women not only to kind of make her travel decisions but it is also to inspire them to follow their passion and get them what they deserve so yeah that's what it is to be into a women focused group that's super awesome that you started out with a community feeling and that is so important for women because that's where they find the support because they've had shared experiences and they connect better and then the group probably does not feel like a stranger anymore because uh, they have so much to share with each other <laughs> right absolutely in fact with strangers you know what's the best part being traveling with strangers is that nobody is going to judge you because nobody knows your story right so that's why the communication becomes even more better because you know there's like when you're traveling with your friends or family you know there is a baggage of judgment there is already a conversation happened on it or there is already a preset mind to it but when with strangers you can just talk it up yeah you can be more free and uh, yeah it's a non-judgmental environment very good and i love the thought process and now the transition that is started with an idea but now it's become your purpose that's beautiful so zinal uh, going back a little bit in time to your banking career where you were in sales so uh, what was the thing that you loved about being a woman in sales back then and what is this that something which is not uh, very favorite of yours you didn't like doing much 
Okay, so honestly, sales does not differentiate in gender. I don't think there's anything like men and women in sales. When it comes as a function, it is the it is your convincing power. It is the society who differentiates it. I remember few years back, it was like, oh, you're in sales. How do you take the pressure? You know, those kind of comments were always there. And I think there was a lot of stereotyping, uh, you know, women had to face. So I'll take the one where what I really didn't like about uh, being in sales. I think there was one thing, uh, uh, you know, generally people would stereotype women that, okay, if female calls for appointment to a customer, customer will never say no. Or, and then men can take over, you know, when they are going and closing the call. Like, why would customer do that? You know, customer would say yes for the product. He would not say yes because a woman is calling. So there was a stereotyping. Of course, a lot has changed in last few few years and so many women are doing some amazing job in this sales function. So that stereotyping is definitely has progressed. I, I want to believe that it's no longer there. So that was the only thing that I didn't like about uh, back in sales. But what I loved about I think I loved about meeting new people, new energies, new businesses. And there's so much that you learn from new people that you meet. There are always a new experience. And particularly for sales, there is always a different strategy to close that sales. There is always a different strategy to kind of uh, persuade that customer in a different manner. So I think, yeah, it just just makes your skills stronger. And I think it makes you a better person and helps you in building more other skills. So yeah, that's what I loved. And I'm sure you can feel it from my power that I really love sales. <laughs> yeah, actually, that, that's what uh, got you onto this podcast. Because when we were talking earlier in one of our uh, meetings, so uh, you were someone who talked very confidently that you really love sales and this podcast is all about helping women fall in love with selling. So you definitely had to be on this podcast and I love the fact that you mentioned that uh, sales uh, empowers you and pushes you to think on your feet, to be creative and think out of the box to connect in new ways to uh, with your client or a prospect. So that's a good thing which... Uh, probably no one else has uh, talked about uh, on this platform. So thanks for mentioning that. So when you were in banking, um, Zenil, what were the three lessons probably you uh, defined for yourself or someone gave to you or somewhere you read that came to you uh, about sales? So any three things that you could uh, recollect from your journey in sales? So I'll tell you my real examples or my real experiences, uh, Roshni. I think uh, sales has been an amazing journey and you you always learn it on the go. The first most important lesson that I have learned is you have to help your customer first. That is the first most important lesson of sale that it's not always about the number. It's not always about the pressure. You must first help the customer out. What is his requirements? Try and understand what is what is that he's looking out for. Build a relation and then try and sell what you really want to like in terms of product or your services that is the first lesson uh, and trust me uh, this is a hack that probably i'm sharing uh, that i i used to do it that your most unsatisfied customers are your future customers somebody who's had a bad experience with you in the past and you're still wanting to get back uh, get, get them back into the business I think those those are the best customers and those are quick customers. 
So uh, I think that really works. Uh, of course, I can't share a lot of examples here, but uh, you know, a customer, what a customer really wants, they just want you to hear them out. If they know that there is somebody who's there to listen what I'm really trying to say, your half sale is done. Then it is only about signing up. Because I think we all in our lives, we we want somebody to hear us, right? Like what we really want. So I feel helping your customer first is the most important, I would say, a step towards doing sales. Second, I think the biggest learning that I've had is that sales helps you to take failures in the positive stride. Because to to a lot of our sales conversations that we do, we often hear no, right? Because not 100% that you sell is going to be a yes. Probably 10% is the conversion ratio. So 90% you're you're just going to get a no on the face. And that helps you actually in your real life examples also, like your real, real life situations also. It just helps you to come back very positively because you know this is part and parcel of life. So I guess that that is my second big learning. My third big learning is it will sound very cliche. Uh, most of the people talk about it. Most of the people write about it, but never ever give up till the last minute. So give your best. Uh, till you, you know, you have the result out. And I will share one experience here. I was trying and persuade, persuading a customer for about two years. Okay. And it took me about 20 meetings to convince him to obviously sign up with us. And obviously, a lot of people told me, are you mad? You're like talking to a customer meeting for 20 times. But trust me, Roshni, when I say I got the biggest deal ever like ever in the industry (laughs) so yeah it helps you i mean and what helps is the persuasion so you must never ever give up on so these are my three big learnings which i take it wherever i go that's wonderful thank you so much for sharing that because uh, yes it is too easy for people to uh, lose the heart and uh, give up on uh, following up and persuading a particular prospect because it is taking either too much time too much efforts or it, it is it seems never ending so persisting for 2 years is a huge amount of resilience and a patience that you've displayed and i think that is what sales calls for that you have to be at it you have to consistently keep connecting with your prospect in multiple ways thinking again out of the box and creatively to approach them absolutely yeah it's it's always just trying different ways to kind of get them on board and help them out i i, I would rather use the word help them out yeah exactly exactly so uh, now when uh, after having such an exciting career in sales where you learned so much uh, were you able to integrate or implement any of those into your entrepreneurial journey as well so how did that happen you know the answer to this question is a big yes Because I don't think there's anything uh, or any uh, function of a business can be without sales. So, you know, it is a myth that sales is only about numbers and pressures. I mean, that's how people relate to it. Nobody relates to it as a skill building uh, function, you know. So today people say that, okay, sales is only about I have to sell a customer or I have to, but I think it's required in every function of the business. Today, if I want to convince somebody for an idea, I want to convince my employee for something. It is sales tactics, right? It is sales that you're doing. End of it. So today, I feel that it has definitely helped. I would 
share one thing that you know in one of my uh, journeys with the customers they very clearly said to me and that was a very happy moment that you know it's very evident that you're trying to bring corporate culture in in travel business and i think that's a big win because you know everything that you learn from your uh, any job that you've done it never goes waste it is always a learning and you definitely replicate that so yeah an answer to you is it's a big yes in my entrepreneurial journey hmm but but i'm uh, intrigued to know how is the corporate culture being integrated in a travel company what does that mean uh, i have said this uh, to a lot of people that you know industries are very different roshni i mean if you see obviously banking banking is the most organized industry like everything is so process oriented and vis-a-vis when you come to travel industry i think it's the uh, overall uh you know a thought process on travel that is considered entertainment right like for everyone for everyone it's an holiday so it's never given that serious process oriented feeler when it comes to travel industry so that's exactly the reason why that integration is required you're talking from the mo- so i'm coming from the most organized industry to an industry which needs a lot of organized way of working all right so he, that that is where the integration looks like so uh, that, so when we also work uh, th- there is a process for everything that we do at the travel company we just don't go by okay you know it's just a sign up it's just a sale for us it's relationship building and that's where i think the hint also came it because anything that you do you have to also build a culture around it it's not only about starting an entrepreneur company you also need to have a culture around it and that's where the integration comes in true so the processes and the culture which uh, is actually the corporate thing you are building in your company as well because uh, yes pro- processes systemize and aligns everyone together i feel without a, a process backed uh, business uh, it becomes very difficult for the team as well as the business owner to find sanity in what they are doing <laughs> absolutely i think it is uh, i always believe that every company should have their own culture and when i say culture it is not only about how you're dealing with customers it is also how you deal with your employees what is the vision that you have and that all is defined by the culture so yeah it is very very important so uh, coming to the last piece uh, zenel that uh, uh, of course our listeners for this podcast are all uh, small business owners and women solopreneurs so what would you say that would uh, help them fall in love with selling much like the way you are in love with selling so how will they uh, enable themselves to fall in love with selling so i would firstly say say yes to sales i have come across so many candidates so many people who would say no no i don't want to do sales because you know it's not my thing i i think my answer would be before trying how would you know that it's not your thing like when sales happened to me it was by default i mean it was something that it just happened to me not that even i wanted to be into sales but trust me i have loved everything about being in sales because you get to meet new people you are always experimenting with new thoughts around you with new energies around you and i think the most important thing about sales is that sales open doors to multifaceted skill sets which you need to build to be the leader you aspire to be because today to be a leader you need multiple skills right so sales helps you to build your networking skills sales helps you to build your 
persuasion skills. So there is so much, you know, and that can happen only when you meet more and more people, when you fail, when you get more rejections on your sale, it will just build on. And now when I look back into my journey, I feel that, yeah, I have so I have learned so much. I have so many experiences to share. I have so many stories to share. And that will happen only when you're ready to meet more and more people or you're ready to just say yes to that sales experience. So I would just tell everyone, whoever is listening, that don't say no or don't go with a negative mindset that you won't be able to do it. Give a chance to try your own skills. Maybe you will surprise yourself. A lot of people surprise themselves when they are into the sales uh, function and they do amazingly well. Wow, that's awesome. That's an awesome message that embrace the no's, but uh, say yes to sales because there you will be getting so many no's, yet you have to say yes to sales because it is actually a life skill. You get to manage your emotions, you get to manage other people's emotions, understand their uh, mindset and what's going on in their head and uh, so much of personal management. So yes, it definitely is something which puts you into a leadership position. Thank you so much for having such an insightful conversation with us, Hazinal. It was really filled with uh, so many takeaways and advices. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much, Roshni. Thank you for having me with you. This crisp conversation with Zenil was full of sales insights. I hope you were able to put a pin on the thought that sales is not just about talking numbers or handling massive pressure of chasing targets. It is about helping your client. It is about being a life skill. It is about you being a leader. For more such power talks in sales, follow Ace the Sales Podcast. I deeply appreciate all your love and support for the show. And if you have any queries related to sales or business growth, feel free to book a consult call with me on the link given in show notes. And then remember to join me in the next episode. Till then, take care and happy selling.